This is the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast, a weekly show to help you prioritize your health, happiness, and well-being so that you can thrive in the classroom and in life. I'm your host, Ellen Ronalds Keane. Enjoy the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about focus and burnout prevention strategies and priorities. And I also want to talk to you about metaphors because I love metaphors. I think they're very helpful when we're having conversations about health and well-being. In the last episode, I defined burnout and um, gave some examples of some of the symptoms that you may be experiencing if you're uh, feeling burnt out. And I also explained the difference between Uh, chronic and acute stress. Then on the weekend, I uh, did a Facebook Live video about a realization that I had around around this idea of uh, moving away from something that we don't want uh, versus moving towards something that we do want. The reason that's relevant uh, right now is because I have decided that I really, you know, obviously burnout prevention is one of the big uh, underlying themes of this podcast and stress reduction is something that I do work with clients on, but I don't actually want to focus the conversation too much around burnout and stress because I think the more that we talk about the problem, it's important to define it, and that's what last last week's episode was about. However, I think it's really more important to be solutions-focused and to be moving towards well-being and self-care. Now, that may not seem like a big distinction to you. However, for me, it's really important. That language and that focus is very, very important because uh, it does shape the way we experience the world. So... Today, I'm going to talk about one solution or one strategy that can help to reduce your stress and help to hopefully prevent burnout. And this is only one in a whole raft of different uh, strategies. Obviously, there's no one size fits all. That's something that I'm very passionate about uh, explaining, that there's not just one solution uh, and it's probably going to be a multifaceted approach that is going to be unique to your life. Back in episode four, I talked about focus. I talked. To, I also talked about the story of the goose that lays the golden eggs and how if we're always thinking and focusing on the golden eggs that we're supposed to be laying, then we're not necessarily thinking about the health of, health of the goose that is actually producing those eggs. So if you haven't listened to episode four, I highly recommend you go back and do that before you listen to this episode. At the end of that episode, I also... Uh, ask you to think about what type of eggs you are producing in different activities. So not every egg that you lay is going to be golden and not every egg that you lay should be golden. So it's important to differentiate the tasks that you're doing. For example, at work, is it a golden egg? Does it need uh, the same amount of attention that you would expect of the highest priority tasks, which are golden eggs, or is it a lower priority task? Perhaps something that if it doesn't happen, it's not going to completely derail the world or your work life. 
is it a nice to have option? That would be a you know normal egg, not a golden egg. Now the reason I explain that is because today I want to talk about priorities and prioritization. For many of us, it's a word that we have heard too many times. In fact, so much so that it's lost some of its meaning. Um, a friend of mine used to often comment that a list of 10 equal priorities is actually impossible. They can't all be top priority. But we would be presented with this list of you know 10 priorities and it would really frustrate her because you know by the very nature or the definition of the word priority, you have to order that list of 10. There has to be one that's number one priority and one that's number two and one that's number three and so on. When it comes to self-care and its contribution to our health and well-being, we sometimes fail to prioritise it altogether. Uh, and it's not really until we reach some kind of crisis point that we realise how much we've been neglecting our health. And unfortunately, by that time, it's often way harder to get back to some kind of neutral area, let alone well-being, than there would have been, you know, than it would have been if we had really maintained focus even a minimal focus on our health and well-being and self-care the whole time. Often that crisis for for teachers is full-blown burnout. If you're so distracted all the time and so busy and just push, push, pushing on because you have to, you have to get so much work done and you just have to keep going and you neglect your health and well-being, then sometimes that crisis point is burnout where you just collapse in a heap and you literally can't go on you can't get out of bed or you can't face going to school another day and end up off on stress leave or sick leave for weeks or months at a time. And that, that's, that's a really, that's hard to come back from. It's a lot more effort than if you can try and as much as possible implement some health and well-being and self-care strategies throughout, you know, the week to prevent you getting to that really extreme point after you've neglected yourself for months or even years. So I thought I'd share a few of my favourite metaphors and stories to help remind us of how to prioritise self-care in our busy lives. Some of these you might have heard before. Um, You know, I've already shared one of them today, which is that idea of the goose that lays the golden eggs. So that's just one of them. And I find usually people will resonate more strongly with one or other of these metaphors and they just help us understand I think metaphors are just a fantastic teaching tool because you know just help us understand stuff way better that was a good sentence anyway so here is a metaphor about prioritization that is about rocks in a jar and it's probably familiar to you it's a really common one it gets shared around social media a couple of times per year and it goes something like this A teacher stands in front of a class holding a large glass jar. She fills the jar with rocks and asks the class, is the jar full? They all agree that it is. Then she takes a handful of small stones and pours them into the jar. The class watches as the stones trickle down and fill the gaps between the rocks. Now is it full? she asks. Yes, they cry. But then the teacher begins to pour sand into the jar. The sand trickles down and fills all the gaps between both the big rocks and the small stones. How about now? Is it full yet? By this stage, some of the students are hesitant. But surely now the jar is really full. Finally, the teacher picks up the glass of water on her desk 
and proceeds to pour the water into the jar until it has filled up all the gaps between the rocks, the stones and the sand. Now it is completely and utterly full. So we can imagine that the jar is like our life. The big rocks are the most important priorities. Health and well-being, family and friends, our top values. The small stones are lesser priorities and the sand and water are the superfluous things in life. Our big rocks absolutely have to go into our jar of life first. Otherwise, if we pour the sand and water in first, the jar will be full and we won't be able to fit the rocks or the smaller stones in. So where is health and well-being on that list for you? What kind of jar filler is it? Is it big rocks? Is it small stones? Is it sand? Is it water? Figure out where it is right now. How are you treating it right now? And then ask, is that where you want it to be? So maybe at the moment your health and well-being is, is one of those optional extras like the sand and you'd actually prefer it to be a big rock. Well, if that's the case, you need to be aware of that before you can change it. So that's the second metaphor, the rocks in a jar. Perhaps that really, really resonates with you and if it does, awesome. The next metaphor is that of building a house. So imagine your life is a house. You can put the floor and the walls up and get a shiny new roof. Then you can fill the house with nice furniture and fancy decorations. And it will be a lovely house to live in for a while. But what about the foundation? If you haven't built the house on a strong foundation, there will come a time when it will not be as strong and lovely anymore. It may not weather the storms of life as well as the house next door, which has been built on a strong foundation. So, do you have a practice of self-care supporting you to create a strong foundation of health and well-being to help you weather life's storms? All right, maybe these are a bit trite, uh, but I think by now you get my point. It's really important to prioritise the right things in life. If we don't put our health and well-being first on the list, it will often end up being the last on the list. Over time, that really erodes our stamina and resilience for trials and tribulations of life. Focusing and prioritising our health and well-being is one of the strategies that we can use to move towards well-being rather than moving away from burnout. If you focus all the time on what you don't want, you don't want burnout, you don't want stress, you don't want to feel exhausted, you don't want this massive workload, then you're, not, you're just focusing on the problem, you're not necessarily thinking about a solution. So if we're focusing on what we do want, which is hopefully health, happiness, well-being, thriving, flourishing in life, then you know prioritization matters. So far we've talked about rocks in a jar, we've talked about you know a house having a strong foundation and we've also talked about golden eggs. You know what are the golden eggs in your life compared to the normal eggs? Another idea I want to share with you is the concept of tilting which I learned about from Brooke McCallery over at the Slow Home blog and they also have uh, a number of podcasts over at Jackrabbit FM, highly recommend. Um, so this is an alternative view, which might be useful for those of you that find the previous analogies a little bit too sickly sweet. I personally found this one immensely useful for the times in teaching when life is just consumed by marking and report cards. 
or end of year concerts or the hecticness of the first week back at school or musical production week. Um, so the idea of tilting is that sometimes you just have to go with the fact that life is super busy right now and accept that life has tilted in that direction and lean into knowing that soon things will tilt back the other way and you will be able to get a little bit more balance, hopefully. I mean, that idea of tilting, you know, balance in and of itself is a dynamic process. It's a little bit wobble this way and then you wobble back to the centre and then you wobble a bit over the other side and then you wobble back to the centre. And that's why I think tilting really fits with teaching because we do have a boom and bust thing going on throughout the year with teaching. We've got these school holidays where, yes, people still do schoolwork. However, usually it's a, it's far more relaxed and a lot of people have a rule that they take the whole school holidays off and do no schoolwork. And even if you are doing some schoolwork, you know, planning or marking or whatever, it's it's usually much more relaxed than during the term time and then during the term time there's these massive cycles of peak peak busy times and then you know kind of ordinary busy times and then every now and then there'll be maybe a really slow week it might be the week when all the grade 10s are out on work experience or something and you you actually do get to have a little bit of a a moment to catch your breath if you can lean into that and tilt into the times where it is really busy and embrace it rather than resist it knowing that there will be a time that you get to tilt back the other way to the more relaxed, slower pace of life can really help. So that's another one and it's a little bit less sickly sweet than the other, you know, the rocks in a jar and the house foundation one. Um, But so my favourite metaphor by far is about balls. Um, So imagine all the things on your to-do list of life are balls that you are juggling. Some of them are rubber and if you drop them, they bounce. Some of them are glass and if you drop them, there's going to be a really big mess to clean up and maybe some first aid needed. It's up to you to decide which things in life are your glass balls and which of them are rubber. The list will be different for everybody. For me, I know that sleep, solitude and food that gives me a happy tummy are glass balls. If I don't get these three things very regularly, which is pretty much every day, then I'm not going to function very well and it's not that fun to be around me either. Moving my body and quality time with my husband are next on the list. These are the things that make me feel really good and if I get them every day, life will tick along pretty well even when some of the rubber balls are bouncing all over the place. A clean house, up to date with my email inbox, shaved legs, lesson planning done two weeks in advance or even two days in advance, For me, these are rubber balls that I obviously would prefer to keep in the air, but I'm not a circus performer. And when, not if, when things start to fall out of the sky, I'd rather it be the bouncy balls. And if you'd like some help making you and your glass balls the top of the priority list in your life, why not book in for a complimentary clarity call with me for some wellbeing coaching? So head on over to selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast and the information for that will be there. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. 
I'd love it also if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes and share it with your friends. This really helps the podcast reach more people and together we can spread the message of teacher wellbeing to create thriving school communities. Show notes for this episode can be found at selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast. You can also find me at facebook.com forward slash selfcareforteachers and on Instagram my handle is at selfcareforteachers. So come along and follow me there. 